Fierce Athlete Podcast. We are female athletes being raw and real about the joys and struggles of life, both on and off the field. We share how faith can both heal our wounds and reveal true beauty. Welcome everyone to season three of the Fierce Athlete Podcast, the You Are More Than series. I'm Sam Kelly, and I am joined by my former college rival, but now good friend, Brittany Bach. This season, we'll be diving into the things in life and sport that we often define ourselves by. We'll pull from our own experiences of the lies and insecurities that we believe about ourselves and what holds us back as athletes. We'll leave you with practicals and how to share this with those around you. Together, we're gonna learn the truth of who we are. Because you are more than your performance, your body, what the athlete culture says about you, others' opinions. You are amazing. You are a daughter of God. You are fierce. You are more than a highlight reel. You guys, I just, I want you to take a moment and just think about, you know, every time you pull open your social media, you pull up Instagram, you start scrolling, you look at your Facebook, you know, what are you seeing? You're seeing beautiful pictures of where people have traveled and the perfect angle of their body and, and what's happening. You're seeing people's highlight reel. And this is how you're starting to view your life compared to what others are putting out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting because as athletes, we're used to a highlight reel, right. In sport. And it struck me recently, I was doing the same thing. And I pulled up this Instagram account of this girl. She's a college athlete. I'll just keep it anonymous. One of the best in the country. Right. And when I think highlight reel, I think what would be all over her social media clips of her playing her with her team, all these different things. And what was there was her repeatedly posing in a bikini. Now I'm not, not judging her, right? She's a, she's a beautiful girl, but why is it? And what has created this standard in our culture? Like you said, Britt, that this, this is what I have to portray to the world is um, almost in a, a flaunting sense, my, my beauty or looking a certain way, or I don't know. I think it just, it, it sets us up almost for failure because it's like, you know, I don't know. Like when I look at that, it's, it's a temptation to be like, wow, she's stunning. And then look at myself and be like, I don't look like that in a bikini or I don't know. It, it's just like this, it's a tough, tough place to be. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, I've gone through this of like, oh, feeling the pressure of like, what do I post? Like, I don't want to like, do I have to put a certain image out there and all of this? And it's like, this is not, this is not what, I mean, that's what the social media world has turned into Mm -hmm. um, where it was a platform to just share your life and, and, and live in that. But now, yeah, especially like as athletes, it's, we have to have this certain image and, and it's exhausting because truly Mm -hmm. and truly, and people have heard this all the time, what people, you know, don't compare your highlight reel or people's highlight reel to your life in our days in and days out, because we all have highs and lows. Mm -hmm. And of course we don't want to put out 
all the bad and then just be this like, this is so horrible. But we are all going through the storm. We are all going through the wilderness right now. And, but having that where we are comparing ourselves to these, what we think is, oh, you're so perfect. I've seen this. I've, I've looked at accounts and have seen, you know, beautiful pictures and it is taking nothing away from the beauty of these women and and anyone on social media. Like it doesn't take away their beauty. Um, We are all born differently, right? Mm -hmm. We all have different characteristics. We all have different body types. We all have different, you know, brown hair, um, blue eyes, you know, different colored skin, different color shapes. But the reality is, is if we're trying to put out something, oh, I have to look this way. We were created differently. Like mm-hmm. we were, we were created as we've talked about before in his image and likeness. Mm-hmm. And so if we are looking at this highlight reel, it's like, I have to look like that. Well, you weren't made to look like that. And what's out there isn't even real. Yeah. <laughs> There's filters on everything. Yeah. Like t- truly you look at it and filters are fun and Snapchat and, and people make all these fun little things. And there's, there's cool little stories. I use filters sometimes like the, I don't even know what they're called. Um, but on the story, I was like, Oh, it's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but it's not like, if that's all you put out and, and all you view yourself against th- that's not freeing at all. And you're not mm-hmm. truly just living how yeah, this is my life. Yeah. No. And I agree. There, there's a quote we talked about by Steve Furtick. And it says, the reason we struggle with insecurity is because we compare our behind the scenes with everyone else's highlight reel. And what the point you just made is is fascinating because the highlight reel is not reality. And so when it's not reality, then the fruit of that is just like, it's insecurity, it's fear, it's anxiety, it's self-hate. Because when there's just been this false yeah, standard that's, that's created. I mean, you look at your own life and it's like, I am nowhere near that, you know, and it's setting you up for failure in a certain sense. You know, they say like comparison is the thief of joy. And that's so true because we won't ever be at peace with who we are and what we've accomplished. I mean, as athletes, we've done amazing things if we're constantly looking elsewhere um, to see like who's done it better or who's uh, more beautiful or who's more perfect, as you said, um, it's, it's an escape almost from accepting just who we are. Mm -hmm. And I think too, like when we are putting out or when we are looking at this highlight reel, you know, we forget that this like this is a drug the social media the dopamine effect i mean yes. think about like the likes and we didn't have that when we were growing up like i am grateful that i grew up in a time when we didn't have smartphones mm-hmm. and man that makes me old but <laughs> <laughs> me too yeah but like having that and it's cool because I'm like oh I wish you know could have documented all these things and all the cool places we've gone but those were memories and, and like those are things we just enjoyed yeah. maybe we had a little uh reusable or what are those cameras oh my gosh Dakota? you're dating us yes 
absolutely disposable <laughs> cameras. I found some pictures, man. Those pictures were horrible because I'm like, you can't even see half the people's trying to take selfies with a disposable. Um, but anyways, I just you look at that and and Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever platform, TikTok, you know, mm-hmm. it is there's a lot of cool things you can do with that and create. And there's creative space to do that. Uh, but when people start taking down posts or not posting things, like if they take a post down because they didn't get enough likes or people weren't looking at it, it's just like, oh, I shouldn't. And just ruminating on this. It's like, this is actually taking your freedom. Yeah. It's taking away uh, you just fully living your life. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> look at how many times aimlessly you're just scrolling through the feed and, and all you're seeing is perfect perfect oh my gosh this place after that their body's beautiful and we start to every single time we're looking at that we're looking at how we looking down on ourselves Mm -hmm. or in judgment yeah in judgment of one way or the other absolutely yeah and i like i like what you said it it really robs us of our freedom and that's a gut check like listening in that is a gut check you know, and it's hard to admit because, okay, is social media bad in itself? No, we're not just hating on social media right now, but like you said, it, it is addicting. Um, it is something that takes our attention away from the present moment. Um, it is something that really, I think has robbed certain generations of just social inter- person to person interaction. Um, and, and it can set us up, you know, to really hate ourselves. And so, you know, I, you know, we have to realize like, okay, we are not a highlight reel. Our life's not a highlight reel. We are actually just loved as we are. So you are not a highlight reel. You are loved as you are. And that's hard because we live in a society that is based on conditional love. And it's like, okay, if I get enough likes, I'm loved. It's this false sense. If I, this it goes back to our performance episode. If I do well, if I perform, then I'm loved. And again, like that is not real love. Real love, as we know from, from the Lord is unconditional and it's particular to each of us. Yeah. And I think, you know, there is, you'll see this push more recently, but on social media of people being like, I love, you know, this is my uh, true authentic self. And um, a lot of it has to do with like the whole body shaming um, realm. And so people are posting like my body and we've talked about this and in, in about our image and our view of our body. But so there's some good with that, but also just not getting too caught up too. I'm just like, what are we trying to, you know, are we trying to like perfectly show one way or the other? Um, but I think one of the best things, like one of the best ways that we can, you know, know that we are loved and just live out our life as like God created us to be is to be your true and authentic self. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was listening to, it was an interview, um, with Adley, she, I don't, I never watched, I think she was on The Voice. I didn't even realize that until this interview, um, but she does a lot of like funny skits and everything. Mm-hmm. And she was explaining how, you know, she had to put out this content and she, her story is like pretty crazy. And that's another story of just like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going after mm-hmm. my dreams, but she just lives out 
like funny stories. And she's like, when I actually put out an authentic video, what I was producing for this company at the time, they were like, yeah, that's okay. She goes, I put it on my own Facebook and it got like, I don't know, 15 million views overnight or something insane. Mm. And she goes, I was just playing with chickens in a bathtub or something like that. (laughs) And it was basically like, this is what makes me happy. Like, this is what, uh, it doesn't matter like what I have to put out there, if it has to look perfect or like, how do I look? Um, Because what I'm seeing, and it's not to copy off of like what other people are doing to try to get liked. It's just like, what is your authentic self? What has God, Mm. like, that's when your true self comes alive. That is when God reveals who you are in your true authentic self. Because if we Mm -hmm. are made in his image and likeness, and if we, you know, if it's not based off of our performance or how we look, but rather just like the gifts and the beauty and just who God created you to be, then when you are your authentic self, then like, that's where your light shines. We all have different gifts and, and what we bring to the world. So if we show up in that realm, and don't worry about what other people think. We're all created differently mm-hmm. and uniquely. Yeah. It reminds me, I was giving a talk um, about a year and a half ago in this really impoverished um, area of Montana. Like this, I was speaking at a middle school and I mean, just super impoverished. I mean, they'd had like two kids try to bring guns into school the week before, just like three suicides recently Mm. of, of kids, like just really like a broken um, area. And I was just speaking in a very, just like secular sense on our authentic self and discovering our gifts. And that's, that's what makes us who we are. And I had this girl at the end, she must've been 12 and she raised her hand in the front row and she goes, how do you like, how do you discover who you are if you haven't known yourself for so long or something along those lines? Like, how do you know who you really are if you've just like not known yourself or gave up yourself so long ago? And I'm like, you're 12. Mm. And I just was speaking, you know, and just spoken to like discovering your gifts, discovering what makes you happy and and being at peace with who you are. And I, and I could, it was in a secular sense, So I could kind of allude to us being created uniquely, but here's the reality, like of the 7 billion people on earth right now and the whatever billions of people that have ever existed before and the billions of people that were ever exist until the end of time, like nobody's ever looked exactly like you. Unless, I mean, you're an identical twin, but like looked like you, you know, I said that once in a talk and there's like two identical twins singing in front of me. And I was like, oh, shoot. But it was like, okay, looked like you do, um, you know, have your dreams, your hopes, your desires, your quirks, the things that like drive you insane. Like you are completely and utterly unique. And if we're made in God's image and likeness and we're completely and utterly unique, then that means that we actually reveal something about God that nobody else does. Mm. And so if we spend so much time hiding behind a highlight reel or trying to be like somebody else's highlight reel, then we actually like aren't revealing God to the world Mm. because it's so important to be who you are. And it's like, just in that, like, even if you're like, I don't know who I am, I don't know my gifts, like just who you are right now and how you look. And in just the little things you do day to day, like that is unique and that reveals something about God. And so it gives us this room, I think for, at least for me, it did when I realized this, just a self-acceptance 
like, yeah, I am a, a great athlete, but I'm also really quirky and I'm kind of nerdy. And, you know, like I got these big soccer thighs, like all these things that I didn't like necessarily about myself or didn't think were cool. It's like, that's what makes me who I am. I'm a bird nerd. You know this, I'm a birder. Like I love birds. Like I'm weird, but I love those things. And I love discovering those things about other people. Like, okay, this is hilarious. (laughs) I'm throwing it down for it. So, um, Britt and I were pulling together just some like highlights for just the intro and stuff. And she was sending me these like YouTube videos about her and it like interviewed her old pro teammates and they, all of them, <laughs> all of them just commented about how sweaty she was. <laughs> I like, started recording this episode and she's just like, I'm sweaty. And I'm like, oh, that's because you're like sweaty Bach. Is that what they call you? Sweaty Bach. I was like, I love that I know that about you. This is, I'm like burning up right now. Like it just is a heat wave that hits. Oh my gosh. But the funny thing is, is like that was made in uh, 2013. There was like this documentary. But with that, like I, you know, you start to think about, gosh, I, I'm goofy. Like I, I sometimes when I'm around people, and I went back to a high school. We had like a, a thing at our high school for soccer. Uh, it was like a Hall of Fame thing, actually. It was pretty cool. Um, and I go back and I'm just like being my normal self and like kind of bouncing off walls. And someone goes, oh, Bach, you haven't changed. And I'm like, I was this weird in high school. And but the thing with that was just like, why do I label myself as weird just because I'm just being my true self and goofy. Mm -hmm. And I remember going, you know, not even remember, but like even here with, with community, right. I don't know what it is. I'm around a group of people and I just get so giddy. And I like just this one story, and this is something where, you know, and maybe this will lead into, you know, some practicals, Mm -hmm. but um, so having some people over, uh, for a brunch and a lot of people don't know each other. And so you could just meet up with new friends and be having the small conversation and trying to put on, Oh, this is what I do. And this is what I'm, you know, where I'm from and not really mm-hmm. trying to just authentically be yourself. Well, I, and I think back now, I used to do this all the time, but I didn't really realizing it until it started coming out more and more. Um, and I was like, all right, everyone, uh, you know, just because we don't all know each other. Maybe there was like 15 people. Um, this was a couple of years ago and I was just like, or last year or something, but everyone tell me your name or like, tell us your name. And then your, I don't know, maybe what you do, but then make your best animal noise. And people are like, what? Like you could see some people were embarrassed. Some people were like all about it. It gives me social anxiety. It And exactly. And so for me, I'm like laughing. And so we're going around and some people are like, I'm, I had my roommate at one time to, cause I knew that she, that's just her personality. She's living authentically herself. Yeah. And she goes and she does this seal noise and movement and we are dying laughing, but she's just like, this is who I am. And this is who God made me to be. Like, she didn't say that, but this is how she's acting. So we're going around and you can see the uneasiness. Like some people, so one person goes, woof. And I go, no, <laughs> like that doesn't count. And so let people go around and like, basically through all of this, 
it was like an icebreaker. People broke. Some people were just all about it. Some people totally surprised me out of their comfort zone. Um, But it's like our authentic self was able to come out. We were laughing so hard and it was one of the best brunches. And I've had a couple of those and not even trying to, but it makes me think about like when we're just around our small group of friends and we're doing that, like, okay, we could be our authentic self. When we're about bigger groups, it's kind of like, oh, what do I have to put out to the world Mm -hmm. to look like? And especially on social media. And I get it. Like there's things we don't, we have to be completely vulnerable and share every little thing about our lives. And we shouldn't. And we shouldn't. But there's things, that, yeah. yes, but there's things like if there's a goofiness to you, or if there's a certain look about you that you're like, Ooh, I don't know. You know, we're not forced to put anything on social media. We don't need to be putting this stuff. Um, but rather just like, don't be afraid to be your authentic self and don't have to line up to this highlight reel that's being put out there. If you want to, and you want to share, you know, experiences in life and have fun and creative content on social media, but this is not, you know, if we start comparing ourselves, this is just, it actually, yeah, like I said, it's just stealing our joy and our freedom and Mm -hmm. in who God created us to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think checking your intention, you know, like I stopped Mm -hmm. posting for a little bit because I was just like, I'm just trying to get people to think I'm cool or, you know, like, oh, I had this cool experience or, you know, but then like, I just got birdie, my puppy. And it's like, I don't want to over post and be like, everybody look at the cute puppy I have. Like, but people started being like, Hey, can you really post more? She gives me a lot of joy. Mm. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Because that's what I'm receiving every day, you know? And so does what we post lift people up. Is it a quote? Is it something funny? Is it beauty? Um, or is it intended to just lift ourselves up? I think is a really good, good kind of distinguisher. Um, but with that, let's shift into, you know, every week, Britt, we have a takeaway and then we have how we can share this message with those around us. We love practicals as athletes. So the takeaway this weekend is, is twofold and it kind of depends on where your heart is. Um, so the first, if you find that you're just kind of immersed in this social media culture and you just need to get away from it, it's actually a social media fast. And you might be like, oh my gosh, what fast. Um, but just stepping away from it for a while, a month, a week, and just seeing how your heart changes. Um, I now have like both of my Instagram and Facebook, like I'm limited to five minutes a day because I did a fast and then it's like, I'll let myself go. But if it's beyond that, wow, that's taking my attention away from talking to somebody around me or doing my work or, you know, do it, reading a book or something like that. But the first would be actually fast from it. If you feel like there is a healthy balance, the other, you know, and I think higher call is instead of just avoiding something, learning how to view it properly. So I think when oftentimes when we look at other people's highlights reels, we compare and we judge. We either compare ourselves like, you know, like, well, I'm not as beautiful as she is, or we'd be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that girl looks like that or does that. Right. And I think I mean, we could apply this to a lot of areas of our life, but this struck me recently. Well, a few years ago, I guess, is actually learning to praise God for that individual because we learned 
just a few minutes ago that that person is a unique revelation of God, whether on that highlight reel or not, they're being their authentic self. Instead of looking at them being like, well, they're more than me, or they are judging them being like, wow, God, like, thank you for creating that person the way that you created them beautifully talented X, Y, Z, and then turning it back to ourselves and thank you for creating me the way you, that you created me and the way I look. Um, because, you know, beauty, as we talked about beauty is fleeting or beauty is there's this false beauty, I think in the world, but we all, we learned in our, we're all made in God's image like this. We're all beautiful in how we are in our interior and our exterior. So learning to praise God for the gift of others and then returning to ourselves and praising him for who we are. Yeah. And I love that. And, and it's hard though, to do that on your own. And so we want to invite you to share this with others, to grab an accountability partner. If you know that you are struggling, one thing I really, first of all, you just got to pay attention, pay attention to how you feel when you start scrolling through those highlight reels, pay attention. Does it bring you down? Does it give you energy there? You may have follow only people that are inviting you to, you know, grow and be better and really help you. But if you're going to take a fast, grab a friend, just say, Hey, I really need accountability. I'm going to do five minutes a day, or I'm going to take it off for a week or, you know, for the next four weeks and with someone invite that into it so that you can walk with someone, you can share with stuff. You're going to have a lot more free time. I'll tell you that, <laughs> you know, especially like, I mean, I have found that when I've gone through social media fast, I'm like, wow, I have a lot more time to do. You don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, just sharing gratitude and what you're grateful for other people. And so I had gone through an exercise once where I was given this to, for one week, walk around with no judgment and no judgment, looking at someone else and comparing and saying, um, and judgment in either way. So judgment and seeing them being like, oh, she's so perfect or she's so pretty or she's so, yes, they could be beautiful beautiful people. God created us, (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but to not judge them in a way of good or bad, look at someone else that maybe isn't the same way. There's a lot of bullying going on and and like on social media, especially. So judging one way or the other child of God, see them as a child of God. So as we walk through this journey, either you need to take a social media fast, or if you are on Instagram and maybe you're doing it for, um, growth and, and, and really trying to have that community mm-hmm. will then pay attention to how it's making you feel and catch yourself. And if you need someone to be like, Hey, how, how'd you feel after that? Have mm-hmm. a check-in and, um, then just replace gratitude. So starting a gratitude journal, mm-hmm. three things a day. So instead of going through all the differences and what you wish you were like, or comparing, this is what I'm grateful for today. Boom, boom, boom. If you need to make a list of 10, if you need to do it morning and night and then share it with someone, text a friend every single day. I think that that's going to really help. Absolutely. Yeah. We replace that critique with um, compliment, complimenting people for sure. Uh, and then finally, you know, Fierce Athlete is a nonprofit organization. So we are sustained off of the generosity of our listeners, our team members like yourself. So if this podcast has touched you in any way, um, first and foremost, share it. 
share it with those around you. It's a great way to start a conversation. Uh, and second of all, just consider joining our monthly support team. You can visit fierceathlete.org slash donate. So as we, as we wrap up with a uh, sweaty Bach here, <laughs> we just all want you to remember that you are more than a highlight reel. You are loved as you are. Play fierce. Pray fierce. Live fierce.